Okay, we're live. Lights, camera, action. Wow. Okay. Uh, hey, Lara. Uh, did you meet any new black people this week? Okay. So, I didn't really meet her. Okay. But... I was about to say because <laughs> I'm like, I see this on the list, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Explain. So, Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. I found out this week when I was binging on something on YouTube. Okay. That homegirl was born in Mexico. See, of course I'm she like, was. See, of course she was. I realize I'm probably tardy to the party, but see, learning this about her was as if I was meeting her for the first time. That and is a just... stretch and a half. Laura, did you see any black people <laughs> in Oregon this week? <laughs> I'm not even going to answer any more of this. Have you seen a black person that you did not see before? <laughs> no. <laughs> I Lupita, she's my black person. You're a mess. <laughs> no, it does not count. <laughs> haters gonna hate, yo. Haters. Well, well I didn't do a whole Aisha, lot better. Did you meet any new black people this week? <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that Lupita was just hanging out in Portland walking <laughs> <laughs> and then I wouldn't have FaceTimed you. And, yeah, yeah, like, how is this the first time here? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, I think I may or may not have encountered some Black people at an event, but I haven't spoken to anybody. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. How did, did they not look? Like, were you, were your I, eyes closed? <laughs> well, I went to a screening of the Ovarian Psychos documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the first thing I know is, like, everyone here is white everyone in here is white um because that's what you know that's who i am it's blessing and a curse whatever that's where you are um and i think maybe i think there were one to three possible black people that walked in i'm sorry was the room dark and that's why you can't tell if they were black people uh see i don't i don't know i just wasn't confident (laughs) Did they look like they could tan or would their skin burn? I mean, I don't, I don't. I wasn't confident. I don't know Puerto Ricans who Exactly. Anyway. I was not confident. Okay. I was like, okay, I think we're going to, we're going to count it. The one drop rule, right? We're going to count it. We're going to count there it. There we go. Boom. So. Yes, but I didn't speak to them. So. <laughs> you were in the same room as them, however. Oh, one drop rule. Something that I say often. Basically, mm-hmm. if you have even a little bit of black in you, you are fully black. So, <laughs> like. You never heard of this? This I didn't, I've I've heard of this. I've however, never. I didn't make this up. I, I didn't hear the end part about it. Be as with uh, sorry, I didn't hear the part about that meaning that then they are fully black, which well, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. It's not that like you and I would consider them like I don't know. Like, do they get to come to the cookout? So, they can come to the cookout anyway, but it's a question of it's a matter of like racism. Like that's where the one drop rule came from so the point is everybody black well see no because we know everybody see we know everybody black Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. not everybody visibly black and the the Mm -hmm. idea is that if you have any black in you a white person would consider you a black person in like pre-civil um rights okay prologue clarifying what water what water fountain can you use if you had a little bit of black in you, you got to use the black see, water fountain. See, but if you say that the person, so then that means they have to be like 
rep, like showing up. I forget what the term is as black. Like someone yes, sees, visibly so, visibly so. Yes. Like, okay. Okay. That makes more. However, sense. Mm, asterisk. There, there are folks who can pass as white. Like there are. Oh, well, I know that. Of light and it folks. And I always wondered the beige people. What that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What that was like in civil right like pre-civil rights Jim Crow law time because as long as you weren't in your like home circle probably nobody even knew you know you could probably leave that part of your life behind if you wanted to well I mean did you ever hear about Malcolm X's mom was she fair skinned She, she was white passing I guess is the term that people would use nowadays um and see I don't want to get this wrong she was I'm fairly certain that she was Mm, see, I'm gonna get this wrong and the people gonna come at me. But the point is, dang, I've read that autobiography so many times. She felt either, no, she was not proud of it. I want to say she was ashamed of it and want, oh, see, I could be wrong. The point of the story is, I do believe like anything else, it's like, are you allowed in the house? Are you allowed to use those people's water fountain? Does this allow you to be a secretary? See, if anybody knew, they wouldn't, she wouldn't be allowed. Apparently this was... I'm I mean, looking. I'm sure somebody might know, but like, if you outwardly don't present as such, yeah, if you don't tell nobody, if they don't know, then I guess you could take advantage, if you will, of your white passing this and mm-hmm. perhaps have a better paying job and what have you. So, well, yes. there was the there was this. I know we're getting way off topic again, but there was this story that I saw. That's because we ain't really meet no black people. That's why. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> somebody named their daughter after some kind of town that was like a slave what it might have been like savannah or something like it was a slave mm-hmm. trading post mm-hmm. and she discovered that after the fact and had all this like guilt about it was she white oh see now i'm thinking i think i'm getting my stories mixed up there were two different stories that i read the story that is actually relevant to what we're talking <laughs> about um there was a woman who or a person, I can't remember if it was a man or woman, but they were contacted by like an extended branch of their family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess these folks were black, like the people who were being contact- contacted were black and they were being contacted by either white passing or white family members. Mm-hmm. So I guess half of, Ooh. somewhere along the line, some a, a woman had a bunch of children and half of them were white passing. So she took yeah. her white passing kids and left. Because oh, they could have a better life. Wow. And How so the generations happened and then they figured it out and reached back out to. Oh, wow. This might have been the same person as the people who with the, the, Savannah. the Savannah. I don't remember because I I read a lot of things. But yeah, I just remember that being like, like, what do you what do you even say to that? Like, do you deny that they probably had much better lives because the fact that because of the fact she scooped them up and took them away? Like, I mean, I've, I'm sure that when they called, or at least at some point when they actually came to the cookout, that was a topic of conversation because that was the reason why she did that in the first place. I can't remember if the cookout ever actually happened. I think it was oh. proposed. I'm going to find that story because I was like, what? Wow. Okay. So the, the moral of the story is we are not sure. About the one drop any- rule? If we met any black, oh no, the one oh. drop rule is a thing, and it was apparently like a legal thing, like it was a law. It came, oh, it said it became codified into law, um, and associated with the principle of invisible blackness, which is completely ridiculous because you and I know everybody black. Whatever, yep. if we're using that rule, <laughs> we all came black. from Africa at some point in the h- human history. So, Word. 
Jesus was black. I what? saw a picture of a black Jesus. Does that count as my black person? No, done. Fix it like Jesus. 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 So, what your name is? <laughs> Very good question. My name is Aisha McGowan. And I'm Laura Solis. And this is Fix It Black Jesus. Okay. Thanks for that. I always forget. Um, hmm. So I just wanted to mention Miss Doris Payne. Uh, I don't know how many people are aware of her existence, but Doris Payne. I had never heard of her up until five minutes ago. Please Doris tell us Payne. more. <laughs> infamous jewel thief and they have a uh, a film about it i'm sure it's on netflix i think it's called the life and times of doris Payne. and basically this woman has been stealing jewelry since she was like in her 20s maybe in her teens i don't know black woman black woman Ooh, but like, she was an black. international jewel thief like she was cream of the crop and then she got old and she wasn't cream of the cop any crop anymore um, but she won't, like, she can't stop, won't stop. Bad boy for life. Like, she will not. <laughs> she won't give up. Hashtag. Hashtag. So this she, woman she is does 86 have a years old. Yes. And was arrested this week in Atlanta. She's actually for, in the film. It's her film. It's a film about her. Yeah, it's a I, documentary. It's not I like. documentary. Oh, right. I so it's not that. like. Mm, sorry. Uh, that's the second word in the description. So that's that's all me. Please continue. Um, but yeah, so she tried to swipe a two thousand dollar necklace from a mall jewelry store. Um, Wait, how old is she now? Eighty six. How dusty at? I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> leave I'm sorry. Doris alone. <laughs> Doris, I'm sorry. Like I want to be like, <laughs> oh, it's life and crimes of Doris Payne. That's what it's I want to take. I want to be like, yo, Doris, you need to go sit down. Like, it's who are, does she have family? That She's been like... in and out of jail so many times. Oh, she does. She does that? have family. She has a daughter and a son. And oh, dang, that's tough. You gotta watch the movie. You gotta like, watch. Does the she movie. have to call them when she needs bail money? <laughs> like, what? At this point, it's just a routine. Like Doris, some odd years. Is, is she senile? Like, no. What... I think she just doesn't know what else to do with her life. Like, she doesn't. What have, is that like, disease called? That... Didn't Winona Ryder claim that that she was like, I have. Like kleptomania, is that it, or is that the sex yeah. one? No, no, that's um, uh, what's the sex one? Why can't I think of the sex one? Um, kleptomania is um when you steal all the time. Okay. Uh, well, it's better. Well, at least I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Doris. <laughs> yeah. So, so, how's Doris been doing? Um. Oh, I assume she's locked up. I don't know if they let her out. I mean. Oh wait, I'm sorry. You said she recently stole something. Yeah, this week. <laughs> oh, come on, Doris. Come on. But I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Doris for staying true to herself. Like, <sighs> she, she. I mean, they're victimless crimes if you look at them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. she can be costing folks their jobs, which isn't cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, Yo. You get got by an 86-year-old professional international school <laughs> thief. What can I say? But I she like used to, like, knock off, like, big name places yeah Yeah. somehow i'm impressed by that but like i but now she's like at the mall trying to steal she's pulling winona riders like no yeah what is up with that doris retire (laughs) retire your life of crime (laughs) she's hanging on there too 86 heck yeah though doris is hanging on all right 
I think that's enough. That's enough. On Doris. Oh, on Doris. <laughs> She's not my ass queen, by the way. I cannot. She's not, that's not. That's not your no. ass queen. No. Who is your ass queen? <laughs> um, I want to give that this week to Chella Della X of the Ovarian Psychos. I mentioned that I'd seen the documentary this week. Um, and after they um, screened the documentary, we did like a Skype call with her and a okay, few of short, her psychos. Short, short synopsis. Uh, what? Who are the ovarian psychos? So the ovarian psychos, and I hope I don't get this wrong, but my understanding of them is that they are a collective of um, women. Most of them are Chicano women. Mm -hmm. Mexican-derived, um, Yeah, that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, but women of color mm -hmm. who ride bikes together um, and they champion for, like, community... Um, movements so right yes. now the biggest uh, initiative i'll call it is um gentrification in la where they live mm -hmm. um so yeah but they're just like the most relentless no holds bar just this is what it is type folks i've seen in a long time and their slogan is ovary so big we don't need no fucking balls just to give y'all some context <laughs> yeah and they they like have a like a symbol that they uh, that they like represent their hands as ovaries and mm -hmm. and hold it in front of their ovaries. <laughs> I love I love them forever. Like it's I so good. And then I, they I have these bandanas them. that have ovaries screen printed on them that they were over their. I faces. need ovaries on my face. I, I need ovaries on my face. I need to well. order the ordery the order. Mm. Like they just embrace <laughs> their womanness, their womanhood. Yep. So strongly, and they're like not at all apologetic about it. Like not even a little bit. Unapolog unapologetically so themselves I it's so good it's so refreshing because yeah, there are some people who are like oh I'll compromise on this and I'll backpedal on this and even I'll do that sometimes to you mm -hmm. know there's a time and a place right that's what mm -hmm. we're taught but they're like nah mm -mm. <laughs> right is right wrong is wrong this is this how is what it is should. yep I, I respect so, it she gets my ass queen <laughs> um, was she at the screening she wasn't they skyped in and Got we it. learned actually that the documentarians um, are refusing to share any profits should they come from a distribution deal. And oh so my they're gosh, trying really? Yeah, right? So Wait I don't minute, wanna... but I gave money to their Kickstarter. Right, I and so she was like, that. make sure you ask all the questions and read all the things because people are lying. And she was like, white people. <laughs> oh shit, yes girl, tell me about <laughs> yes. it. Yes, she was like, they were like white people always are and they lied to us and they took advantage of us and blah blah blah. Wow. Like, and you know I was in a room full of white people. So exactly, like, like when I watched this, because it was only like within the past two or three months that I watched it here in White Land, I mean in Portland, mm -hmm. and the audience was just filled with the white people. And I will say it was a little awkward because you would see, you know, different parts of the documentary that are going on and you could tell that there were cultural references that just went right over their heads. They were like, Ooing and eyeing at things that I would have thought were completely commonplace, like right. Her, and I'm just like, oh, like I, I didn't want them to look at it as if it were a spectacle because it's not. Well, this is life for for many, and it's both women of color make a lot of white people very uncomfortable. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, and there are so many lot. reasons for that, mm -hmm. but yeah, they're all both women of color, and it's mm -hmm. just it's a beautiful thing. But basically, that we everyone was like, well, how can we support y'all? Yeah. And support what this can we film do? as like getting your message across without giving these people money that they're not going to share with you. Um, mm -hmm. And they said they're trying to figure that out. So I guess follow them on social media. 
and stay tuned. Um, okay. They always answer their emails, they said. So it's spelled O-V-A-R-I-A-N. Ovarian is correct. And then psychos is P-S-Y-C-O-S. So. Well, there's that. There's Dang that. it. Mm-hmm. So I guess they Yas queens. We got all the queens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, they're fantastic. But not you, Doris. We Doris, we, we better Doris. Hug you. Do better, Doris. See, I don't even know if I need to ask Black Jesus to fix Doris because Doris is yeah. eighty six. She's stuck in her ways. Like there's <laughs> like, no changing Doris. We're done. Doris is like this is what it is. She's Good. also un- unapologetically herself. Like, You're right, and I normally support <laughs> that in people, but... except when they're just perpetual jewel thieves. Like, and they're, she's not even good at it anymore. I think that's the the, the bad part. Like, she just keeps getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, yeah. let's try and move away from Doris. Oh, oh poor Doris. girl. All right. <laughs> so the Trump transition, <sighs> right? Um, <laughs> he's added to the Legion of Doom. And I mean, the biggest name in the Come Across Legion of Doom this week that I heard was Rick Perry mm-hmm. um, for the Department of Energy, which everyone's <laughs> like, why? Why does that make sense? Because I what guess- What is Rick climate Perry, change? There's no such a thing. Well, he apparently has never outrightly denied climate change, but beyond that, um, he vowed, he was trying to like shut down the Department of Energy and he's like, was trying to sue the Department of Energy. I don't even know if that's done. Like, I don't know if he's done trying to sue the Department of Energy, but now he's been appointed to run it. So So... that, (laughs) right. But apparently whoever Bush, I think, I don't remember if it was George W or his dad, but Mm -hmm. one of them also appointed someone to the Department of Energy who wanted to disband the Department of Energy. So- How did that work out for us? <laughs> I mean, we're still so well, here. I, I don't know. What, I, I can't. Yeah, but the poor polar bears and things. Oh, and the, Jesus, and, and I the don't penguins. know. I mean, but anyway, um, on the lines of the Legion of Doom, there was this very well-written article, and I guess that could have gone under Black Creatives, but it's relevant to this, um, written by Ta-Nehisi Coates about Obama's administration and it um, highlighted the BET party that he held at the White House and how it was mm-hmm. like, look at where we are, like, look how far we've come. And like, Will you share the were, link for that, por favor? I can. And how they were um, like just resonating in the idea that this is probably the last time that this might ever happen. Yep. Um, I saw the memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But basically, they were um, somebody interviewed Tanya Hesey Coates about the article that he'd written and he was saying how like it like Obama versus Trump just proves how you just have to do so much. Oh, as a black I have a person. quote. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember because I saved it to my wall to my who's it. He said, "If I have to jump six feet to get the same thing that you have to jump two feet for, that's how racism works." To be president, Obama had to be scholarly, intelligent, president of the Harvard Law Review. The process of some of our greatest educational institutions, capable of talking to two different worlds. Donald Trump had to be rich and white. That's the difference. That's it. That's all he needed. And so Sean King was like, man, I was thinking about this. And I started thinking about the difference in educational levels or in Mm -hmm. education levels of Trump's cabinet versus Obama's cabinet. And the most educated one out of all of them Mm -hmm. is Ben Carson, which even further proves the point that as a black man or as a black person, you have to be way more advanced than everybody else to even get a seat at the freaking table see now this however does make me wonder how this will affect our culture 
because we do still have a culture that is, I'm going to say now more divided because the millennials are getting older, ourselves included, in that you have an education in order to get a job or a better paying job than someone that does not have an education versus your experience being considered enough to qualify for a job. And now I did not graduate from college, college dropout here. You, on the other hand, have. But the point being, the fact that our now president-elect's cabinet is, I mean, and this also has to go into how do people define success, because apparently his cabinet is wealthier than at least 45% of the rest of the country. So again, depending on how you define success, I wonder how this will affect us on a broader scale as a culture because we're like, well, if you're on Trump's cabinet, you didn't have to be as educated as, say, Ben Carson was. So then I must be good enough for this job, this low-paying job, where normally I need to have a college education. So, Well, it seems like most of them have some kind of college education. Like, they'll have, like, a bachelor's degree from some small behind university nobody ever heard of. Phoenix. Uh-huh. Keep, keep going. Sorry. No, no shade. I didn't see Phoenix. <laughs> no shade. That I didn't me. see my, Phoenix. My apologies. But. I might be on their website right now. Please continue. <laughs> so, Betsy DeVos, I don't know how, she's, how you say her name, but she has a bachelor's degree from Calvin College. What is, who is Calvin? Klein? I don't, I don't even know where that is. Either way, the Obama's Secretary of Education, because that's the job that she is has been appointed for. Wait, John no. King Jr. has yeah. a BA from Harvard, a master's degree, and a doctorate from Columbia, and a law degree from Yale. Come on, son, but she gets to go to Calvin Cl- I mean Calvin School. She went to Calvin College and got a bachelor's degree. But she's a white well billionaire. Come on now. She's a white billionaire, so but she's a secretary of education. I'm so terribly concerned about the Like, future. how does that make any sense? It, it doesn't. doesn't. And, like, if you, like, read through the Sean King article, which we'll post, it's a bunch of stuff like that where he comp- compares the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and most of them just have bachelor de- bachelor's degrees, whereas the folks in Obama's cabinet have, like, two, three. Multiple bachelor's and some eleven and a PhD. 11 graduate degrees, doctorates, Damn. you know, the whole gamut. But these folks, they're, they're rich and white. doesn't matter. Like, and the thing is, like, Trump himself doesn't even have a graduate degree. And they're saying, like, he's the first president in 25 years who hasn't. Oh, wow. But, I mean, you know, even George W. had a degree. So, or a, a, <laughs> somehow. He might have gone to Calvin school. But anyway, please. He please. didn't go to Calvin. No shade to Calvin, because y'all might be a great institution. Moving on. Um, but, yeah, I, it's just really frustrating because these are the people leading our country. And... And Sean King made the excellent point that college is where you make, where you expand your worldviews, where you meet new kinds of people and see different mm-hmm. perspectives than your own. And if you are encapsulated in these bubbles of whiteness and richness, then you Ugh. cannot, by any means, represent the majority of the freaking country who is not in that bubble of rich whiteness. It's just yeah. not, you know, like you're not going to make decisions that will positively I mean, affect I will us. play devil's advocate in that it is likely that whatever schools they would have gone to for their, you know, graduate degrees would have been filled with other white people. But the point still remains that, yes, obviously they would have at least been, I want to say, socialized better as far as gaining better ways of coping with people rather than allowing money to solve all the things. Um. Yeah. Well, you know. Lordy mercy. Help us all. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of which, fix it, Black Jesus. A few things we uh 
want to have a list. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to move that top one to the bottom because I'm not ready. I'm not ready. We'll she talk about ready. that closer to Christmas. She um, <laughs> Christmas is next week, by the way. Just so you know. It's after, it's the weekend though, isn't Christmas on Monday? Yeah, yeah, it's next Sunday. Okay, so we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Wait, was that me? Yeah. No, that was totally me. Racists break in, vandalize NFL players' home with swastikas and epithets? What? Yes, and, and he had to hide them from his child because he oh, has a child. Come on. And. Of course, who wants their child to see swastikas and have to explain what those are to a six-year-old? I would have let my six-year-old see the mess out of those swastikas and explained every last bit of it. I mean, I am that likely occurred eventually, but the fact is that occurred. It said there were other things that said go back to Africa. That's KKK, so messed up. Trump. Who's, what like, NFL just, player was this? Who's oh, her? sorry. This was fullback Nikita Whitlock. Um, I don't know what team he plays for. Oh, he's a Giants. No. no. He's a part of the New York Giants. This was in New um, Jersey? So this was in his New Jersey apartment. And some foolery. That happened. That's it's a damn shame, is what that is. Moonaki? Moonachi, is that the name of his town? Mm. Mm -mm. Thanks to the moon mm -hmm. right. Oppression, Jersey, racism, hatred, violence. And their Native American town names where they ain't got no respect for Native Americans. Did I tell you my high school um, athletic complex, whatever, our mascot? Don't tell me they were called the red somethings. Chiefs. We were the Chiefs. Mm. Scattaway Chiefs. Still are. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, okay. And I, you know, I didn't think a whole lot of it at the time. I played sports yeah, of course and was a chief. But... Well, I went to a Catholic school where we were called the Crusaders. Oh, there yikes. were crusaders on our T-shirts. I didn't think anything. Yeah, we had this. a cheap head on our, on our T-shirts and <laughs> on our Until I was an adult, I'm like, wait, mm. I wonder if they're still the crusaders. This Dang. is not okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not okay. Please fix that, Black Jesus. Like, please do. Please do. I hope he has beefed up his security and changed all of his locks. And I don't know. I personally would just move out of that town, but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, or, uh, but then it's also like stand your ground kind of thing. Like, See, this is my home. I don't know. I feel like we tired. <sighs> How much standing we going to do before they shoot us? I mean, I have come to a realization, or rather, I, I, today I was just thinking, you know, I do this, and um, I feel like I'm going to be murdered. Like, mm. that's, how, that's how I You said I this before. Murdered. I really don't like when you say things like that. <laughs> But I, I understand that it's coming from a real place of concern. I feel like that's how I go out. No, like, no. Like, like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put a different path out in oh, the universe for you. Okay. okay in the okay. name of Black Jesus, I'm gonna rebuke that. <laughs> we're gonna rebuke that life path, and we're gonna, okay. we're gonna go with a, a, a more pleasant one. Because All even right. if we can't control our destiny. We can at least put good things out in the universe and try and f get, make our self prophecies positive. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna erase that from the tablet. I'm not sure why I could call it. I, I just I, I don't even. I've never. I before. yeah no. Please don't do it again. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, another thing that I uh, would like for Jesus to fix is the fact that the police in oh what town was it? 
they let this wheelchaired woman on the ground lying on the not. street while no, they, they were not. arresting her. It does appear from the, because they did release, oh, it was in Miami, Miami-Dade Police Department, because they released the body cam footage of the incident that occurred. Who is this uh, black man? Who is this black man? And it, yes, there were two. Wait, Fix it. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I guess the last thing I, I am asking Black Jesus to fix this week is the fact that in California, an unarmed elderly man with dementia was shot by the police um, out in Bakersfield. And I watched the video. The um, Where's Bakersfield? California. Some, you said somewhere in California. I don't know hot. where in California, but somewhere in the California. And apparently, well, and his name was Francisco Serna. Oh, he was. Oh, no, is he dead? He is dead. 73 years old. And his son, who was interviewed by the news there, said that his father would often walk before bed to sort of tire himself out because he had a hard time falling asleep as a result of dementia, I believe. And okay. he would often walk around with a crucifix in his hand. Mm-hmm. because be alarming. Of, because, of course, the police thought he had a gun. Of course um, they did, because he had something in his hands at all. And but apparently they didn't actually find anything, at least not to, at the time that they had interviewed um, anybody during this news report. And I haven't seen any updates. But yes, yeah, 73, 73 years old, going out for a late night walk, gets killed. So there's that. Okay, I would be remiss if we didn't mention, you know, do our doing an update on our Kanye watch. Oh, yes, Kanye watched 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm sure by now most folks have seen this fool standing next to Donald Trump and Trump Towers with his blonde hair. Did you see? <laughs> Wait, Kanye has blonde hair in the picture? Did you not notice that? I looked at the photo for a millisecond and I was like, nope, no more of this. I gave it to Black Jesus to handle. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> um, did you see that it was like a meme or something? Where... <gasps> About the man from the future? <laughs> yeah, the man behind... <laughs> Behind him, it's like you see this black man. It looks like he came from the future to stop him, but he was too late. <laughs> yes, yo, Moody posted that, and I just about peed myself because I feel like we've all watched enough of those movies from the future, or maybe just some Harry Potter. And you oh, know what? Like it time just, turner. Exactly the time t- you needed another turn on the time turner. But yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. Black creatives. So today I had another snow day because it snowed an inch and a half yesterday in Portland. Oh, a whole inch and a half. A whole inch and a half. Oh, and no. it stuck this time. Mm. Um, and it was freezing or below freezing. So everyone was, you know, you have to stay home, hide your children, hide the babies, all that. Hide your um, hide your wife. Exactly. So I took the time as part of my day to watch Poetic Justice, which I haven't watched since I was like, eight maybe nine and I didn't even watch the whole thing it was because my cousins were watching it they were about eight years older than me um and what I my takeaways actually no I posted two takeaways on Facebook one of them was I finally figured out who does the baby's voice in Bebe's kid he's in other things though isn't he I feel like I have his image in my head so I feel like he's been in a few things but it took me this long to realize who it was Mm, okay second I believe I now understand the reference to Sorry Miss Jackson. I think I know who Miss Jackson is. She's Wait a minute. So there's a part right before Mr. Bebe's kids line, because he doesn't have too many of them, where someone 
someone's character says, hey, Miss Jackson. And she's like, and then she flips him off. And I was like, oh, shoot. That's who Miss Jackson is. Does Not- she have the last name Jackson in the movie? We Oh, that's her only, the only time we even see her on the screen. They call her Miss Jackson. And then she like flips him off. And I was like, oh, I bet. That's how you feel. That's how it is. That's all. That's my theory. Let my theory rock. Let my theory rock. I always thought that song was about Erica Badu. Well, I thought, I'm sure, wait, is Erica Badu's mama's last name Jackson? I don't know. I don't think so, but they had a very tumultuous relationship. Her and Andre 3000. I want to say I know that song is about Erica Badu, but the fact that he chose quote unquote Miss Jackson. Wait, now I need to know what Erica Badu's mama's name is. I'm going to look this up. In the meantime, I looked into who directed Poetic Justice, and it was John Daniel Singleton, What, which probably most, most of you on listening to us now already knew. But what I didn't know <laughs> was that Homeboy was only 25 years old when Poetic Justice came out back in. Like, Singleton was only 25. Back in, because right now he's only 40 something years old. He's like 48. Why can't I imagine him as a young person? That's exact. I couldn't find any pictures. <laughs> I'm sure there there's somewhere. I couldn't find any pictures. I think he might be an alien. The point is. There's some folks who you never like imagine as an old as a young person. Like he's apparently always been the same age in our heads and. <laughs> Home and oh, something else I learned. I was very excited about this. I did a lot of research into this, guys. Um, mm. Justice is the name of one of his four children. So, no coincidence wow, you there. Really went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> but more importantly, was the fact that this dude again was only twenty-five years old when this take had come out. He had already directed Boys in the Hood, which had already been critically acclaimed and so forth. And this just made me think: as much as things change, or as much as we move forward. And this goes for both just watching him as a black creative and as well as watching the movie itself as, as, you know, things change, but they also stay so much the same. Like I was watching this movie and you could easily have said that in modern times. The only exception is instead of beepers, they would have had iPhones. But like the fact is so much of what was going on in that movie is completely relevant so I feel like where we are in our lives right now, where we are, well, at least I'll speak for myself because I know my path has been different than your path, but like wanting to reconnect with, um, you know, with Mother Africa, as I like to call Africa. Um, and that's just by, style, by the way of your dress and, you know, just showing how black and proud you are, so forth and so on. And this is what you get to see in the movie. And also Tupac had a government job? What? Anyway. I don't know how I did not remember that, that he was a post office um, worker and how you get to take your post office van on a road trip. But, you know, whatever. Like this was back in the day. That's that's my synopsis. That's that's all I got. Okay. okay. <laughs> When's the last time you watched Poetic Justice? I was definitely in my youth. <laughs> in, in your youth? In, your in my youth. Have you ever watched Shaft? I have watched Shaft. They remade it too, right? There's two versions yes, of it. I only watched the remake by... John Daniel Singleton. Mm-hmm. 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 Did he do Foxy Brown too? Was that him? I didn't notice it on the list, but it could have been. Mm-hmm. Four Brothers was on there. I definitely watched that in the movie theater. Well, if he was only twenty five for for um poetic. Wait, was Now I need to look. Foxy Brown was a Tarantino film, wasn't it? Girl, you don't got me messed up in the head. I don't remember now. I need to figure out Erica Badu's mama's name. That's what I'm doing. I got priorities. 
oh no, that's not what I'm thinking. Oh God, I'm cutting that out. It's not. I was thinking, what's the um other Pam Greer, like the first one she did? Um, wait, why is my internet not working? That's not good. Um something. Ugh. Jackie I'm Brown. Like... Jackie Brown. Got it. Okay. Oh wait. Her... That's a Tarantino. Um, Foxy Brown was way before that. So and moving on. <laughs> Erica Badu's real last name. Oh, I already went down that rabbit hole. It's not oh. Jackson, it's Wright. W-R-I-G-H-T. Mm-hmm. She named herself Erica, the way she spells it, because she said Erica was a slave name. Mm-hmm. And so, so she changed it to demonstrate her inner self. And Badu is her favorite scat sound. You know what scatting is? Yeah. Okay. Oh. But her okay. real her first name is already Erica, just spelled differently. Mm-hmm. Erica Abby Wright. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um any other black creatives? Uh yeah, actually. Um Yasin Bey, who we know and love as Most Deaf, who changed mm-hmm, his name mm-hmm. and was like stuck in South Africa or something. I don't know the whole story. Did um, he get out? I remember hearing but about that. His new album comes out in like two days. So, so did he get but he got out then, right? Did he? Like a while ago, I would hope. No. Did yeah. they let him back in the States? Like I feel like there was like a legal thing, like Damn. I don't know. But the name of the album is December 99th. And I can't find most stuff in Apple. That's some weird. Because he's Yasin Bay now. Yasin. Yeah, but like, all right, here we go. I found him. Oh, is he there? Yeah, but I need to put in his, his new government, his new Yasin Bay. My bad. Well, he is doing tour dates in New oh. York and DC. So I think he's in the States. Or he's got a promise to be released. Yep. <laughs> I'll go with that. No, there's no Yasin Bey in Apple. Well, he hasn't released anything as Yasin Bey, I don't think. But what's the name of the new album? I'm trying to, like, oh, pre-order. December 99th. I don't know if you can pre-order. Can you pre-order? Apple used to, like, Apple be letting me do all types of stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't I don't mess with them. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I'm excited about that. And super pumped about the Golden Globe nominees. Lots of nice black Yo, faces. Oh, so much black. So much blackness. So we got Issa Rae and Tracy Ellis Ross, who are both nominated mm-hmm. for um, is it Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical or Musical or Comedy or something like that. But I think that's the same category that Julia Lewis Dreyfus has won for the past 50, 11 years. Oh, damn. For Veep. So hopefully they'll be like, <laughs> all right, we get it. She's good. We need to switch it up. <laughs> but we need to give this award to somebody different this year. Um, and, you know, the category is filled with talented women and they all deserve it. Um, oh, Donald Glover was um, nominated for something, right? Yeah, no, it, there's a lot of black faces nominated for Golden Globes. I think I, I saw I like think, 16 black faces, yeah. Yeah, I think Moonlight was nominated for a few and um, Blackish. I mean, and I need to Anna. add though, I don't, I don't really care about these awards. No, but it's really cool. The that... fact remains that they do have a large audience, so it is great that these folks are going to be recognized on a large 
perhaps even larger scale than they have been in the past? Well, I think I'm most excited for Issa Rae in particular because she started yeah. as a YouTube star. She started from the bottom, now she's here. And what? she just had her first season of her first show ever. On HBO. On HBO. Oh. And she's already got a Golden Globe nomination. And I think that's a pretty big deal. And I feel like right. that's something worth mentioning mm-hmm. um, and praising mm-hmm. her for. Even if she doesn't win, I think it's pretty incredible that she was nominated and she deserves it like if not i like, mean she better win but not nah, it's not unfounded that. that she was nominated <laughs> because she deserves it but like yeah it's unfounded that she was nominated because she's so new to the scene and yeah. like where she started and blah 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 so mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. it's great and i'm really excited and then last thing for black creatives is chewing gum so no 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 i personally really enjoy this netflix series i think it's fantastic um i by... paused like six weeks ago and i have not returned to Yo, finish it no laura has like an episode and a half left to go so mm. in her defense it gets pretty out there um mm. Mm. uh basically it follows what's the main character's name tracy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she her mother is African. I don't know what country in Africa they're from. but I mean, Yeah, they probably mentioned it. But yeah, and there she's deeply religious. She is very religious, like super evangelical, like standing outside. Yep. You know, cursing the sinners and hoping Jesus comes, Black Jesus comes to fix them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Tracy has a, a little sister who has been raised in the same manner where everything is like over the top extremist Christian. Um, and so now Tracy is like trying to kind of break away from that. Um, and hilarity ensues. It's just ridiculous and so funny. And it's a lot of like really off the wall, like sexual experiences. So much of and, that. Like, that is drug related experiences. And it's just like, so she just doesn't awkward. understand any of it. And she's got friends who didn't grow up in an evangelical Christian home who do understand it and they're just like Tracy like what in the like what um but yeah, yeah. you just have to mm-hmm. watch it's it's another one of things you just gotta watch um it's mm-hmm. not for children by any means but no. or like you don't even want to watch this with your mama unless no you don't want to watch it no don't watch it with your mom Mm-mm. I think it's hilarious mm-hmm. and I'm <laughs> I think it's hilarious because I watched it alone and I could openly laugh at all of the things. And now oh, maybe that's well, partly maybe I was traumatized. Yes. Tell me you were about watching it, it watching with Ivan? No, I wasn't watching it with him, but he had like come into no, I think at some point oh. he might have been sat next to me while I was watching it before I knew what we were getting ourselves into. And <laughs> then some freak nasty happened that was a little like, mmm. And he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, I'm not sure. I I just, I'm not, I'm just, I want to, I I don't, mm -hmm, yeah. It's like being caught by my mama. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my husband's pretty like apathetic in like, in like um, emotional expression. So I feel like I would have been fine watching it with him because he wouldn't indicate (laughs) one way or another if he was uncomfortable or not. And I don't think he would have been. But yeah, I watched well, it while I was on the trainer, while I was riding my bike. I ride bikes, um, which is something we've never talked about. But uh, yeah, it was just something yeah, that time. It was great. Ivan's definitely become more expressive. I, I would say he's adopting some of my I, I've ways of expressing myself. Yes, um, it is. It is very interesting. <laughs> a, little black, a little black girl flavor going on. I'm, I'm into it. Yes, swirl, 
swirl. Oh, Actually, if, you, if someone was to yell out swirl just randomly, he would giggle and then he would be like, swirl. But anyway, I'm sorry, we're going to move on. <laughs> we gonna move on. I'm going to do that. Let me write that down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please remind me to, dear Please Siri. remind me to yell swirl. <laughs> 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 All right. So before we go. Um, oh, wait. Okay, I have another before we go. Oh, wait, we haven't even started. So, we yeah, but I have not. another one. <laughs> bus oh, we how. haven't gone yet. Okay, bus how? Bus how. Actually, we should change this from co- being called before we go to bus how. Okay. All it right. is done. Bus, bus how. how. So, bus how. Dude that shot up the Uh-oh. nine people. The roof came out. At the, oh, at the, Lord. The Dylan church. Roof. Mm. Him, yo, he mm. actually... Mm-hmm. Has been brought to justice, if you will. But please remember how they would you look at God? Through... Ain't God good? <laughs> please remember how they did put a bulletproof vest on Homeboy when they were escorting him out of his, I guess, his home. This is the dude. Didn't that he take killed... him to like Burger King or something? And they took his ass to Burger King. Like you would have thought they were going to Six Flags next. This is the... <laughs> what is this dude's name? Dylan uh, Roof. He killed. The uh, I believe it was nine. I think it was nine people in the Charleston Church massacre just last year. Was it last year or early this year? No, it was not this last year. year. It wasn't this year. I'm gonna go with last year because I feel like I lived in a different place. But anyway, um, and now and the jury, they you know they were in their jury room, if you will, for two hours, and in January they're going to have to decide if he gets life in prison. Or if he's gonna be executed, like this is it. Oh, like, those are the choices. Those are the cho- like like options A and B are looking pretty good to me. They're looking. Pr- it's not like oh, oh, you know, he's gonna do five years or he's sentenced. So to they're not gonna say five that years parole. Not, none of that. He's not too. built for prison. None of that. No. Okay. I, apparently not. But I feel like that. it was. I get. I don't. I am curious about. I'm always curious about what jury looks like. And are you pro death penalty? I've been thinking about that today because we asked that to folks on Instagram and I am, oh, I'm so not. I'm, I'm going to put it this way. I'm pro rehabilitating prisoners for lots of things. When it comes to Moida, massacres in this case, I feel like there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You done killed these people. I have mm-hmm. no reason to believe that it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. So if we were to kill you, it's actually a lot less expensive for my country. See, it's you, not an economic thing. You. It's not an economic thing. Oh, so in see, California, I, it, it shouldn't be because it's no, 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 no. no. Specifically, what? it's not an economic thing. So in California, the death penalty reform question came up on the ballot recently, and. Mm-hmm. People were trying to approach it from an economic viewpoint because that's, you know, that's all we have left if we're not doing a moral. If we're not thinking about our morals. Yeah, sure. Right. (laughs) And the point was brought up that it's not any cheaper to kill somebody because people sit on death row for forever. So what happened was that they all um, it was voted down. They still have the death penalty in California, but they voted yes to death penalty reform. So basically they're trying to take like trying to kill these people quicker so they don't spend so much money keeping them alive because the amount of well, money spent to keep people on death row was so much 
that it wasn't. Is it more expensive to have a, a convict on, what is that what you call someone? A convict, life. right? On death row versus just them being in prison for I think life? it was. Yeah, I think it was. Like it how didn't... like what how do we treat them? They're, oh, because they're not in general population, I guess. They're not in general population. It was so just have, not like... advantageous mm. to right, and that's why I was just like, well, if it wasn't economic, because I hate that that's what okay, it comes so, down to. Like, well, I morally, think like, you for me, need in the death for me, penalty. it's a cop out. Admittedly, for me, it's a cop out because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, but it costs less. But right, so fiscal implications aside. I guess I would say that I would not want to be responsible nor support someone else's death unless they physic unless I was defending myself or my family. So and I want to oh fuck it. I now nah, let's, let's people get it wrong now. sometimes and see that's no, but that's why I brought that up because we don't get this one wrong. But I do recognize that there are plenty of people that are in our prison systems that do not belong there because they are, are in fact innocent. But I feel like when it's undeniable, oh peep this, bust how there was this other dude. I forget the gentleman's name. I'm gonna call him a gentleman because apparently he was in prison for like nine plus. Oh, years dude that came out with $75. And they gave him $75. He's been suing them for mad long to get his million. And they gave him $75. What you supposed to do with that? <laughs> what you, and does that include, is that after taxes? Like, come on. That's some BS. Like, what kind like, of disrespectful. Oh, we wrongfully like, imprisoned you uh, for how long? It was at least like eight years. Oh, but okay. here. Have, have, have $75. dollars to get your life like, back in order. Excuse me? Excuse juice me? Oh Lord! Yeah, there's that. There's I pay that. more than that in tolls a week. That's not true. <laughs> like, come on, come on, more than But like, come on. I think we gotta okay. go now. I think I I think we've already put a lot on Black Jesus's plate. <laughs> He's got a lot to work with over the next week. So much. Oh, I want to give a shout out to all the people that have been following us on social media yeah, because the numbers have They've been gone bumping up. up. We're over 100 on Instagram and we're really? at like 60-something on Facebook. So all make right. sure you invite your mom in there. I gotta do better on the Twitter, y'all. That's my job and I've been slipping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we, you know, interact with us. Tell us what you want to talk about. Oh, wait. I told someone on Instagram that I would give his perspective on the death penalty because he actually commented about it when I posted about um, Dude, who's right, 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 right. said. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I almost said it. I know. <laughs> Voldemort. Um, and he had said that I'm not the kind to ever suggest forgiveness in response to Black trauma. However, I feel as if the death penalty would allow white America to move past this massacre instead of continuing or beginning to look at its roots. As its roots. This I'm was sorry, I don't from, understand. I'm sorry, go back. I don't understand. Explain that to me. The death penalty uh-huh. for killing this person, and I'm right. guessing in his thought process, similar to mine, it would be immediate or like within a couple years, would allow white America to move past this massacre why do we need why, why do we need white America to move past this massacre? It would allow for them. Well, why do we need to allow for them to move past it? No, he's against it. 
he does not believe oh, in that. Oh, see, that's what he, I didn't understand. Because he like, would wait, rather, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. um, because it would allow for white America to move past this massacre instead of continuing or beginning to look at its roots. But I guess I also question his comment in that. Do in like in all honesty, I don't think white America gives two shits. And Not of course, when I say white America, I mean the you mean the ones who feel... don't actually give two shits. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking about my friends. I'm not talking about our so-called allies. Not, I'm not talking about the pin wearers. I'm talking. We'll talk about, about that word next week about allies. I'll put it on the list. Thank you, thank you. Um, I think the people who I would want to get that message are the people who would definitely not receive it. Um, Mm -hmm. because they're going to be blinded by their hate and so forth. So, I mean, I appreciated his comment, but I can't, I can't say I agree with you, Mr. At Allen Herc. I can't say I do. And you know him by the way. I get what he's saying. I mean, my, my stance on the death penalty is more so, I just don't think that any human has the right to take another human's life unless they're being directly threatened. Um, if it's Mm self-defense, that's all I got. Like if it's in the moment self-defense or... Yeah, I don't know. I still I just, haven't gotten my gun license yet, by the way. If anybody's wondering, I still haven't gotten it. But I'm see, you might not want to bring that up while we're talking about killing folks. Oh, you're right. Let's let's delete that. Actually, let's mm. delete that part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then say we'll be knocking on the door, <laughs> ma'am. We <laughs> you are not eligible for this gun, <laughs> ma'am. You have made ma'am. alarming remarks, <laughs> ma'am. Shit, I wish they went to have a screening process that was so thorough. Like, yeah, on. right. Like, good Shit. lord, most of these folks who are out there doing this are not secretive about it at all. Serious, serious. All right. Um, what can you do, mm-hmm. Black Jesus? Do your thing. All right, I'm Aisha right, McGowan. Ah! No, we, we can't. We can't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> We're gonna do that again. <laughs> And don't take this out either. People need to see the foolishness, the buffoonery. <laughs> I'm going to go first, though. <laughs> okay. I'm Laura Solis. <laughs> I'm Aisha McGowan. And this is Fixin' Black Jesus. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus.